Today we're going to take a look at Isaiah chapter 45 and verse number 7. This is a uh, verse that I've been asked about uh, several times down through the years. I was recently asked to look at a video by one of our church members that uh, something on YouTube that was offering various verses from the Bible that seemed to contradict uh, what is common knowledge about the nature of God. And this was one of those verses. So Isaiah 45 and verse number 7 uh, it's the Lord speaking in the passage, and he says, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. And just a cursory glance at this, the phrase where God says, I create evil, that would, that would seem to cause a bit of a problem. How is it that a, a good God, an upright, holy God could create evil? So bear in mind that there is more than one kind of evil uh, that we find in the world and that is mentioned in the Bible. There is a moral evil, and of course God does not partake of that, He doesn't condone that, and He doesn't create that. Uh, but then there's also natural evil, and this, that's the type of evil that you're reading about in Isaiah 45. So God can be the instigator of, let's say, an earthquake or a tornado, a hurricane, any sort of natural disaster. Now, I don't want you to go too far with this and think that every natural disaster that's ever happened has come directly from the hand of God and it's always some sort of a judgment or punishment or something of that nature. That's not always the case. There are some natural evils that take place because we are living in a, in a cursed world as of Genesis 3. Accidents do happen. You can read about this in Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Time and chance happeneth to them all. And sometimes it's just the course of nature. Uh, a weather system kicks up or the, the plates under the ocean rub up against each other the wrong way and these natural evils or accidents or tragedies happen. So I, I believe that's what you're looking at in Isaiah 45 when it says evil. It has nothing to do with morality. It has to do with these natural calamities that sometimes take place. And God is mentioning here, He's taking credit for being able to do those things. Now what's interesting, very interesting about Isaiah 45 is that it is directed at Cyrus, the king of Persia. Cyrus has not been born yet. When Isaiah is writing this, uh, we're still about a hundred and... 80 some odd years away from Cyrus being the king of Persia. But Isaiah somehow already knew what Cyrus would believe on a religious level. And uh, Cyrus, as we can read from history, followed the teachings of Zoroaster. And Zoroaster taught that there were two gods kind of at battle one with another, and that one god was responsible for creating light and goodness the other one was responsible for creating darkness and evil. One resided or came from the east, the other from the west. And this was something that Cyrus uh, was known to believe and, let's say, to promulgate in his, in his kingdom. So when we read about these prophecies in Isaiah 45, this is Isaiah writing down way ahead of time. In Isaiah 44, at the end of that chapter, we have the name of Cyrus given. We have the official proclamation he made towards Jerusalem and the temple being rebuilt. We have the destruction of Babylon mentioned uh, where the Persians came in and, and uh, took them down in chapter 45, verse 1 down to 4. And then starting in Isaiah 45, verse 5, it says, I am the Lord and there is none else. There is no God beside me. 
I girded thee, though thou hast not known me. Well, this matches Cyrus. Cyrus was not a follower of Jehovah, the God of Israel, and yet it was God who strengthened him and allowed him to take the position he did and aided him against the Babylonians to bring righteous judgment upon them. In verse 6, it says that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me. I am the Lord and there is none else. And then in verse 7, he finishes, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. So to counteract what Zoroaster and Cyrus believed, uh, God says there's not two. There's just one. There's not two gods, one, on the, one in the east, one in the west, and one for the light, one for the darkness. There's one God that's behind uh, all of creation. And there's one God that can take credit for bringing the good things, the good harvest and crops and allowing the food to grow and the rain to fall. And then it's the same God that can cause a drought or an earthquake or some other natural calamity. So that's what we're looking at in Isaiah 45. It doesn't contradict the nature of God at all. It speaks nothing about his moral character. It simply shows what he is capable of doing uh, through his omnipotence. If this video has helped, you can click the like button. If you'd like to follow along with our Bible Q&A blog, you can click subscribe. Feel free to leave a Bible question in the comment section below or visit us on our Facebook page, Bible Baptist Church of Pachastruam. And if you live in town, we'd like to invite you to one of our services, and we hope to see you soon. May God bless and have a great day further.